0: welcome to the talk show for talkers coming to you on the irish talkers podcast you can subscribe to our podcast on spotify on itunes on more or less anywhere that you get your podcasts but welcome i'm Paul O'Mani. this uh, podcast is a little bit supported by district 71 in toastmasters international And it's specially for Toastmasters, intending Toastmasters, and anyone who has the slightest interest in communications and leadership abilities. And I'm here today with my co-host, James Finnegan, who is from... James, where are you from in Ireland? Where, 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 Where are you talking
1: from today? I'm talking from Tralee in County Kerry. And for those listeners who don't know where Trilly is, it's basically the last stop in Ireland. The next stop is America.
0: Wonderful. And Kerry is called, by all sorts of people in Ireland, the kingdom. So whether he's a king or not, we'll see later in the podcast. (laughs) Now Today, we have a guest. We have a very special guest who is going to be asked... Lots of things about her experience in Toastmasters, and then also be asked about what she does outside Toastmasters. So, I'm co host and I'm in Cork, Ireland. In fact, I'm recording this in my kitchen. So, let me introduce you to the president of Kildare Toastmasters Club in Ireland, almost the highest performing club in Ireland. So, goodness knows what Angela Alfiegi. Angela, please come to my rescue. How, what is the proper pronunciation of your surname, please?
2: Thank you very much, Paul, for that wonderful introduction. And then uh, the pronunciation of my surname is Alfiege. So, you, you pronounce as spelt. Alfiege. Can really? you say that now?
0: Well, look, let's start, Angela, where, well, first of all, where do you live in the whole world? Where do you live?
2: Well, I wanted to correct one of the things you said when you are doing that introduction, you said Kildare Toastmaster Club was almost the, one of the best doing club, I'm not sure how you phrased that, I think you should take out the almost, I think it's the best, yes, of the lots within the district.
0: Well, that is what I like to hear. I can tell you, and I can just, I can just imagine all the members of Kildare Club with pride listening to this podcast. We'll have to make sure it definitely reaches them. Okay, so do you live in Kildare? First of all, let's start that.
2: No, I actually live in Port Arlington. It's about um, twenty minutes drive to Kildare. It's in County Nice, quiet. Countryside, beautiful place to live.
0: So this is County Elisha on the east side of the island of Ireland and about halfway up the island, really, or something like that. So tell me, uh, when, Angela, did you first join Toastmasters and what club did you first join? Okay, so I
2: joined, Kildare Toastmasters Club was my first um, club and I joined in 2021. That's exactly two years now. And prior to, well, before I joined the club, I'd heard, okay, so I had the problem of not wanting to talk in public. I wouldn't call it just public speaking, not wanting to talk with unfamiliar crowd. It's more of the description. So even at work, I find that I'll be happy to prepare the slides for presentations, but I'll be looking for someone that will, do the talk while I do the work at the back end, right? And I opened up to a friend who lives in Canada. And she said to me that she thinks the solution to my problem was Toastmasters. And I said, really, I've never heard of it before. And she said, oh, they're everywhere. They might just be one around you. And I looked up Toastmasters. I found that I had a couple around me. So I went, well, hunting for the right club, I will call it. And visited the potlish one first. And when I got to Kildare Toastmasters Club, I was glued. I knew that that's where I wanted to be. And that's how my journey began in 2021. Would you like me to tell you more about my journey? It's a very interesting one, trust me.
0: (laughs) But just give me a second to ask you what was it that seduced you to join Kildare? Give us a little flavor. What, what? yeah what was the aha moment I'm joining so I think that
2: I like well I like life I like vibrance I like um activities so I could see the fun in the environment I could tell a lot of friendliness I could see that they were happy to explore and learn new things and were very receptive of new things so I felt that yes this in this environment is a good place to be because you could be very innovative, creative. Everyone was really very, very supportive. So I suppose that's why I joined. I think it was the vibrance really that attracted me.
0: And tell me what keeps you in Toastmasters then?
2: Okay, very great question. So when I started, like I said, I was afraid to talk to people. I remember the first table topic session I had. It was after the, I couldn't say anything. I wasn't sure what to say. You know, I was just glued. My tongue, I was tongue tied. Maybe that's the word to use. But when I joined um, at the start, I knew that to, to acquire the knowledge that I was looking for and um, to grow, I had to be very involved, right? So my first step was to look for a way to jump into one of the roles. Luckily, my second meeting, they were looking for a vice president public relations. And I quickly put my hand up and got the role. And on that role, I learned how to use Canva, right? Which is one of the things I enjoy most now, you know? And I I remember my first two posts, disastrous, right? (laughs) If there's anyone like that, yes. And I was very happy to put my worst foot forward. I think that was the best way I could. I I really learned. And um, I started learning, asking questions. Luckily, and very luckily for me, unfortunately, um, I had a mentor that was on my case. So I noticed that. Well, he had the time to talk to me about my work. He had the time to give me very good feedback and did not um, spare me when I wasn't doing well, you know. So he was very honest and maybe even brutal about the truth, which was was very good for me, you know, because that's really helped my growth. Now I am described as someone that started uh, with Toastmasters from zero to hero in nine months. That's how I was described at the end of that, my vice president public relations tenure. So, yeah, I think that one of the things that have kept me within Toastmasters is the things that I am learning from it. So, like my Canva skills, I said now, well, I think that I can just dis- tell, I can categorically say that I'm an expert in Canva design now. Yeah. And I'm even looking forward to providing training for. Um, vice president public relations within um, our district after this my tenure as president that's one of the projects I want to embark on so yes so I think it's the things I'm learning from Toastmaster, and even coming up to become the president I've learned a lot of leadership skills even in school as at the time I was doing my MBA when I joined in in school they could tell that there was a difference you know I, that would have been very quiet, that was sitting at the back bench before, was very much in front. I wanted to be the class rep. I wanted to do things with people. I was very happy to run out with them for any of the social outings, you know. So that um, it just, just must have exposed me and I think brought out the skills that I had that were really hidden. And that's what's keeping me there, is grooming my leadership skills more, Even if I went in there for just the public speaking skills, I've learned a lot of things I know that well, lifelong skills. Well, look,
0: I will never forget your phrase. You put your worst foot forward. If what you've just described is your worst foot forward, I uh, almost going to say I dread to hear what your best (laughs) foot would be like. But (laughs) I don't mean the word dread. But look, you sound to me like a natural leader. A person who from young days was keen to take initiatives was comfortable with responsibilities. Am I describing you? Yes, that's me. (laughs) Wow, and now you're even, and this podcast will go out throughout the whole of District 71 and beyond. You're describing yourself as willing to uh, train people on the use of Canva. I can just see. All of the vice presidents for public relations in District 71 queuing up to have training and to up their game. Go, I wish we were all like you. Well, look, tell me something. What do you hope to gain out of Toastmasters in future? Like, given where you are now, 2023, president of, we'll say, the best club, Great challenge for the clubs. Thank Best you, club in district uh, 71. But what do you hope to gain out of Toastmasters now? Well, I
2: want to continue. I suppose every day is a learning day, right? And every day is a school day, as they say. And um, I think there's a lot more to learn. I've only been two years now, within, not even completely two years, within Toastmasters family. and I have learned so, so much. There's still a lot to learn. I am working towards my DTM status, which means that uh, part of the things I have to do is coach a club, mentor a club, right? And I'm looking so forward to that because I know that I'll be learning a lot of skills, you know, from that. um, I'll get a lot of experience and learn a lot of new skills. You know, from that. So, long term, what what am I looking to gain from Toastmasters? What I have already or what I'm building already. So, build my leadership skills more and continue to learn and grow. And most importantly, support um, new Toastmasters that are coming on board and give them as much support as I have gotten. Because Toastmasters has, has really been very good to me, you know, and my career, I've built a lot of confidence you know, through um, Toastmasters. So I would want to support people that are coming on board the same way. Well, I, just I, tell,
0: tell me, yeah, I mean, you're a terrific uh, supporter of other people. And clearly the results in, in Kildare would suggest that you are a fabulous leader in that club. Now, we won't go down too much detail there because we haven't got alternative voices here to confirm that, but it really does sound great. Now, tell me, thinking about your future then in Toastmasters, what's the biggest challenge you feel you're facing? What what challenges do you think will really stretch you?
2: Hmm. Well, I suppose the main challenge that one can experience as a leader generally is having the right people within the team. But having the right leadership skills, I would describe myself as a situational um, leader, like a leader with situational leadership skills, right? And can adapt in different situations. So one of the challenges that I think I can face is having team members that are not pulling their weight, that are not as enthusiastic as I am about the Toastmasters and what I want to get from it and how much I want to give to it. So you... The having people that are on that same level with you might be a challenge. So yeah, I foresee that in the future, and um, I think I have some ways in my head which I'm working with it, within the club right now, which I'm using within the club that um, I am going to be able to mitigate to that risk or that the
0: challenge. Great, great. Now, look, let me take your focus to the international level then, to Toastmasters International. And just I want you to imagine that you're an all-powerful person, not that anyone in Toastmasters is all-powerful, but you could change anything you want with the power of your magic wand or your wish, and, uh, you know, no opposition will hold you back What are the two things you would change about Toastmasters?
2: Great question. Two things, right? Or can I say more? (laughs) Okay, just two. So um, at the club level, I would want to change something at the club level. And I would want to change something else at the, well, I suppose at the international level. So at the international level, let me start from that, right? I would be looking at the paths, right? And ensure that they are slightly different. So I'll give you an example. For example, I have, um, I'm on the second path now, right? And the first one was innovative planning. So I find that a lot of the projects within innovative planning and the ones with this um, one, dynamic leadership, which is the new one I'm starting now, right? That they are the same. You know, if I had that magic wand, I would make it different. I would make the um, dynamic leadership um, completely different, more related to leadership, right? And not as similar to innovative uh, planning. That's one thing I will change. Then the second thing I will change at the club level might not be very, very um, important to everyone, but I think it's... Um, it's useful so i will make the clubs more structured not to say that they are not structured now like um have a library and have where their documents are stored so some people might not be able to write speeches not everyone uses slides and all that but If people are coming to use slides for presentation, or like we had the international night the other day within um, Kildeto's clusters, there was a lot of work put into that. There were slides, different slides that are prepared, you know. So things like that, I would want to create a storage for them in the cloud somewhere and um, keep them for the president that is coming next. So that president finds it very easy to pick up from where I've left off, you know. So a lot of the things I have will be more recorded, documented and stored to ease the transition for the next person that is coming. So, yeah, so those are the two major
0: things that would have changed. Well, that's uh, terrific there. And I'm saying to myself, what are the chances that you'll have started on that work of getting the storage into Kildare Club because that's where you'll have most influence. What yeah. are the chances you'll uh, you'll have made a start by the time you pass over to the next club leader? Well, I'm doing that already within the club. Uh, yeah, you see, that's a great case study. See, that's uh, something that could even be turned into an article for Toastmaster, the uh, magazine that we can find. Look, let's leave Toastmasters for... A little bit now, and I'd love to find out how do you earn your living. What's your job? Oh, okay, good, great question. So,
2: currently, I just started my business in January. It's called Nuvia Consulting. So, prior to that, I have an engineering and IT background. So, I'd worked in the healthcare sector as an IT project manager, and um, well, I've been doing that in the last seven to 10 years of my life uh, in different sectors. So I'd worked in telecoms as a program manager. I had worked in, but all um, in IT project management. So now I'm moving to doing something different um, with the new skills I acquired from my MBA and the things I've learned from Toastmasters. So I'm doing consulting and um, with that supporting new businesses, basically and um, providing Remote services, uh, virtual assistance kind of services, helping them develop their business, organization design, strategy planning, and um, basically for the new businesses. So that's what I'm doing now. Baby Steps, the business is nearly two months old now. I have been working on the website. I am near completion now. I've launched it though. I'm still working on it at the back end. I designed it myself and trying to uh, acquire um, clients as I go. Okay, so, so what's the address of your website? What's the, what's the address of your website? It's nuvieconsulting.com. So it's N-U-V-I-E consulting.com,
0: one word. Great. So we'll put that into the show notes. One last question about your business for a second. Is it a kind of a one-stop shop? Yes. So uh, would I be right in thinking that a SME could come to you, and you could be in effect a a department within that business?
2: Yes, and um, so it's designed such that for the small, for the large organizations, we can offer things like um, training, um, project management kind of services. But for new organizations, I can work with them to well build the business. Um, set up their websites if they need me to do that for them, design their logo. So with the canvas skills that I have now, I can do a lot of content development for the um, organization. So it's designed such that um, for the new businesses is a kind of one-stop shop. I can offer them most of the services they
0: need to get up and running within the organization. Wonderful. Well, let's leave business then. And let me ask, because I think you're a solopreneur, that would be. Would that be a word you'd use? Yes. (laughs) Not really a word I would use, but yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What what else are you interested in uh, when you're not in Toastmasters and when you're not uh, running the business? What are your other main interests?
2: Okay, so I love to travel and I like to party. So I am very great at organizing events. Um, like I have, well, I have a bucket list of loads of places that um, I want to go. So I have this group of friends that we went to uni together and what we do to check off the lists that we have of places we would like to visit. um, Every year we pick a destination for each person's birthday and we'll save towards it and um, we'll travel. So uh, last year, in January last year, I went to Cancun for my birthday in Mexico Yes, that was really nice. Then in November, we went to Jamaica. That was beautiful too. And then for this year, for my birthday this year, I went to Tunisia. That was different and it was very good. And at the end of the year, we're looking to go to Asia. So yeah, so I love to travel. I always look forward to uh, planning those events. You know, it's always a couple of days away. Sometimes a week it depends on how far the destination is, and it depends on the crowd that um, is going. So I'll need to plan from the start to the finish. Look, source for the DJs, source for the party venues. It's it's very interesting. So yeah, I like to coordinate those kind of things. So outside Toastmasters and work, I like to party
0: and plan those parties. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna ask you a quick fire round of and all of the answers will be one word. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So let's let's go with green or red? Green. Ice cream or marmalade? Ice cream. Raspberries or strawberries? Strawberries. Pakistan or India? Pakistan. Climbing mountains or canoeing down rivers? Canoeing down rivers. Uh, books. Or music, music, country and western, or opera, opera, golf, or hurling, golf. No, you have to pick one. Golf, that's the right answer, by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The trouble is, Angela, he's going to poach you now for the Toastmasters for golf. (laughs) I'm there already. (laughs) uh, We haven't yet got you see, Angela, we haven't yet got
0: Toastmasters for hurling. This club awaits chartering. That's a different issue, but lovely. And uh, the last question I will ask you, uh, which are you, shoes or handbags? Handbags. Fantastic. Now, what was the question you didn't want me to ask you?
2: I'm trying to think. None. (laughs)
0: Well, what was the question you'd love me to ask you, but you didn't? I I didn't ask you. What would what question would you like to ask, like me to ask you? And then I'll get James to ask you the question.
2: (laughs) Um, none.
0: (laughs) Well, look, if if there isn't a single question you'd like us to answer, you are either terribly satisfied or you're dying to get away, which
1: very satisfied. That was well, your look. first fib of the afternoon, Angela. You're just desperate to get away and to, to keep him quiet. No, that's not correct, James. <laughs> I actually enjoyed
2: this.
0: One more question. District Conference, Liverpool, end of May, for you, in person or online? Online. Lovely, lovely. Well, look, the president online. of Kildare Club the highest performing club that I've heard mentioned anywhere in the world in the last half hour, <laughs> Angela Alfiegi. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. Oh, thank goodness. And um, Thank you so, so much. It's been fabulous to talk to you today. And may you go from success to success. And I must say you've actually given me the impression that there's no limit that uh, I can see something in you, but I think I know what it is. Tell me. (laughs) I see a mover and shaker. Mm -hmm. I see somebody who will not pass by anywhere without leaving your mark.
1: That's very correct. Thank you very much, Paul. And thank Thank you you very much, James. You're welcome, You've been been a a joy to listen to. And I I just love... I can picture it, you sitting there in the audience in Kildare and you putting your hand up to do VPPR, which is the my favourite job. It, were, it was my favourite. And the way you grasped it and learned from it and took it and ran with it. And look at you now. yeah,
0: Listeners, you'll have to imagine what she looks like because this is an audio podcast. And tell you the truth, the best thing you can do is go to Kildare Toastmasters. Yeah. What day does the club meet, Angela? Second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. Second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. Fantastic. Thank you very much, and listeners, thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much Paul. We look forward to delivering you another episode in the very near future. So from the the talk show for talkers which you can download and subscribe to on irish talkers thank you very very much james would you like the
1: last word thank you very much enjoy and there are more interviews like this on our website